our God. I want you to go on Facebook and share the page for the whole world to hear this message. I want you to go with permission, go share the page, drop it in groups, put it on your status. It's a message everybody must listen to and hear. And close your eyes if you are done and lift your right hand and begin to speak the language of the Holy Spirit, remembering that today is also communion and first fruit service. Kedala Bahayas Mandala Katala Bahas Yendelele Bashagada Baha Famasandela Kedemaha Lantala Bakayantala Baha We Mandala Babala Baha We pray with coals of fire and fresh oil to decree your word to your people in simplicity and in great light. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. I'm preaching today on the subject, forgive your offenders. Forgive your offenders. You are not clapping. Forgive those who have offended you. To forgive means to stop feeling angry and resentful towards anyone for an offense, a fault, or a mistake. To forgive means to stop feeling angry, resentful towards anyone because of an offense, a fault, or a mistake. To forgive means to cancel the debt of another man in your life. To forgive means 
to cancel the debt of another person in your life. To forgive means when there is no feeling of re revengefulness or resentfulness or anger when you think about an offense somebody melted out to you. When you, when you remember the offense, it doesn't have a gross impact on your emotions again. If you say you are born again, if we claim to be children of God, forgiveness, forgiveness means let bygones be bygones. Letting bygones be bygones. God is calling us this morning to forgive our friends, to forgive our neighbors, to forgive our church members, to forgive our family members, to forgive our colleagues, to forgive even our enemies, those who have offended us. Maybe somebody's mistake cost you so much this year. Maybe somebody's fault. Maybe an offense came your way by somebody you love so much. God is saying, Forgive the person. Bless me in your marks. If you say you have been forgiven by God, you must also forgive your brother. God gave us forgiveness so that we can relay it to our brothers and sisters. The reason you can forgive is because God has also forgiven you. If we say that we are forgiving someone, we should have a consciousness and a state of mind that proves that you are forgiven. If any time you think about the issue, the thing wells your heart, you have not forgiven. I'm talking to people. You must make a deliberate effort, a deliberate effort to forgive somebody, to say, this matter, it got to me, but I have decided to forgive the person. I'll give you the reason why you must forgive. As the year has rolled and we are in the last month of the year, I don't think that there's anybody here who did not go through a kind of offense. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting the event. That language is a lie. You know, it's, it's, it's virtually sometimes impossible to forgive, to, to forget the event. But when you remember the event, and it's as if they put knife in your heart, that is cutting you. It means that you have not forgiven the person. And you know the kind of, you, you, some of us have gone through very wild offenses. And today you remember them and they don't mean anything to your emotions. That is why the other issues that are hurting your emotions at your remembrance, they must be released from your heart. You must forgive else you grow older. Else, you become vulnerable for diseases and sicknesses. 
That is why you are not strong. That is why you don't have energy. That is why you don't have joy. That is why some Christians are in church and they are not happy because deep down in their heart are rooms and monuments of unforgiveness, bitterness, and envy. And as long as you don't forgive, you, it will develop into bitterness. And soon you become a witch, a charismatic witch. Every witch is a bitter person. Every witch is an unforgiving person. The foundation for witchcraft is unforgiveness. That is why a mother-in-law, because the, the daughter-in-law did not buy enough bread to give her son, can lock the womb of the daughter-in-law. Before you bind a witch, make sure that there is no unforgiveness in your heart. Give the Lord a good clap off from someone. To remember our God in the month of December is to hearken to his word. Is to hear, listen, and obey his word. The word of God to us this morning is that we should forgive our offenders. I don't want to know the details of the offense. Because Jesus did not give us the type of offenses we should forgive. <laughs> he said we should forgive. And if you cannot forgive, it means that you don't have what it takes to receive from God. What is due you? Forgiveness is a spiritual indication of the spiritual readiness of the Christian to move further in his work with God. It's only the devil that never forgives. So if you open your mouth and you say, this thing that this guy did to me, I will never forgive him, you have recruited yourself automatically. No matter your decoration as a Christian, you have recruited yourself to be in the army of the enemy. The other day, the former president died and I had one daughter of one of the victims of his times describing the death of the ex-president as very simple and he should have... And I'm like, ha! Huh. Many of us are fighting battles of our fathers that we should not be fighting. There is a fight you must fight. And that fight is the fight of faith, not the fight of revenge. So if your father handed over to you a battle of revenge, hey, have you seen that family? We don't marry there. Do you know why? That man, blah, blah, blah. So as you are growing, make sure you don't marry there. And you to see you are growing in the Lord and it is in your heart. As a Christian, the fight you must fight is the good fight of faith and not the fight of revenge and not the fight of payback time. Yeah, they are holding the knife. It's payback times. They are not a Christian. Am I teaching somebody this morning? 
the purpose of Christ coming to die for us on the cross primarily is to, is to forgive us our sins. The reason he shed his blood first is for our forgiveness of sin. He had to go a long length to forgive us. How can our sins be forgiven unless he sheds his own blood? He did not sin, yet he paid the price to forgive us. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22. Without, so if Jesus did not shed his blood on the cross, we wouldn't be born again. We wouldn't have our sins forgiven. So if a man should shed his blood just for us to be forgiven our sins, how much less can we do for our brothers and sisters? He said, and almost all things are by the law purged by the blood or with the blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. The Bible said, whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We didn't qualify for his death. But he forgave us to call us brothers and sisters. What offense are you holding against your mother, your father, your colleague at work, your brother in the church, even me, your pastor, even your husband, even your wife? What offense are you holding? Jesus is saying, let go. Release the offenders in your life. That is the message for this morning. The greatest asset of the Christian life is the ability to forgive. It's missing in the church. So when somebody offends somebody, there must be a council of elders to meet and convince the person to let go. No. The greatest sign and the mark of the Christian is his ability to forgive. I thought you were clapping. You know, we, we, we have carried our ancestral habits into the church. You know those days when there's a problem between one person and one person, they will call the elders and then there will be a meeting at 6 p.m. and family, is there, and you have brought it to church. Jack, listen, if you are a Christian, eh, your greatest asset your greatest sign as a believer is your ability not to hold the fault of others against them. That is a Christian. That is a Christian. We can only assess God's forgiveness if we can forgive other people. If you don't have that key in your hands, that key is when you forgive your brother, then you can also assess the forgiveness of God. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 to 15. Let's push it. He said, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. 
Forgiveness is continuous. The first level of forgiveness is the forgiveness that gives you access into salvation. And that is not what Matthew is saying here. This one is the forgiveness to enable you access your rights, your blessings, your promises as a Christian. And God is saying, if you don't forgive others their sins, I will not. And if sin remains in your life, sin is a blessing blocker. Sin is a destiny destroyer. So though you are Christian, you have allowed the old man to be too strong in your life because you have resisted the appeal to forgive your brother, your sister, your auntie, your mother, your father. Verse number 16. No, I think I'm done. Give me the 15. He said, but if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Simple English. So until you forgive, and if you don't forgive, you give the enemy an advantage over your life. So God throws a blessing to you because you are living in unforgiveness. Demons become so empowered to block the blessing. Yeah. Unforgiveness anoints demons to work against you. That is why you are praying very hard and nothing is happening. Because you have given demons an advantage over your life. Oh, pastor, but the Bible said, and God neither sleeps nor slumber. Eh. Do you know that military men are supposed to protect us as a nation? Eh, at our borders? Policemen are supposed to protect the civilian? So if the policeman, there's an accident in an area, and the policeman is standing there, and they've put red band there, and you decide to run into the red band, will you blame the policeman? God is saying, forgive. And he will also forgive you of your sins. Have you been offended in 2020? Have you been wrongly accused in 2020? Have you been blamed for what you did not do? Have you been chastised for the little mistake you did by the people you love? Am I speaking to someone? Have you been despised by people you cared for, you respected, you loved? Have you been despised by people in 2020? Maybe in March, maybe in February, maybe in June, maybe it's August. These are the types of offenders in your life I'm talking about. Are you following me? Have you been rejected by people you trusted? Have you been paid for evil for the good you have done? 
these are offenders in your life. Obey the voice of God this morning and release them from your heart if you want to move faster in life. Nobody's absence in your life has the power to inactivate the purpose of God in your life. You only have that power. If you decide to remain in offense, your life will be grounded because unforgiveness is a destroyer. Some of us, we are 30 years, but our hearts are like 65 years. That's why you cannot jog. That's why you cannot run. If I say run from here to Estate Johnson, I have killed you. You get to Vaganaza and you see that. <laughs> 30 years. Because if we open your heart, decades of offenses, decades, some of them have rusted. We have to polish it before we can read. Today, the Lord is asking you to release people from your heart. Give the Lord a good clap of it. Forgiveness is a commandment for our own benefit, not the benefit of God. When you forgive, you benefit more than even the offender. You will feel better, healthier. Forgiveness is like a block in your nose. Unforgiveness is like a block in your nose. You can't breathe well. This, 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 this. But when you go under the neem tree and you inhale, inhale and you come out, you will feel some freshness <laughs> because something has been cleared. If you want to live long, if you want to walk in the spirit, if you want to mature in the Lord, you must learn to forgive people their offenses. Holding on to an offense won't change anything about the people. A boy broke your heart and so on. Are you the only person whose heart has been broken? Eh? There are married women today with children whose hearts were broken like five times until they found the right person. You once. You don't want us to think. Eh, God is not good. This, 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 this. Men, as for men, as they are good men. Eh? It's not your opinion that will change what God created. When God created man, he said it was good. <laughs> so it's not your opinion. Some people go to some church and say, as for church people, they like money, 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 money. As if when the pastors take the money, they put it in their pocket. If I was taking your money to put in my pocket, ha, Charlie, you see me here. Ha. Oh. Your opinion does not change God's stance. It's a commandment we need to obey. God would delight in you when you learn to forgive others their offense. Why are you holding it against the person? Why are you holding on to the offense? 
you want the person to come and kneel down until the guy comes to kneel down I will not release him I've blocked the padlock I've thrown him to the sea I'll punish him in life he will never be oh look at you you will see him one day in his G-Wagon looking good eh then by that time you just go to the market bought your tomato you are standing by to take trotro then we see whose padlock was stronger than whose padlock Forgive to enjoy grace. Forgive to enjoy the glory of God. Forgive to enjoy the anointing of God. And may the Lord help you receive the power, receive the strength to forgive. So sometimes you need strength to forgive because of the things you have said. So you are, you now, right now that I'm preaching, you are, you are being broken over. When you remember the things you said before people, as for me, I will never forget. Now you are going to say, oh, I've forgiven you. You are thinking about how I pray. I bind the powers in those words you spoke before. And I release strength into your heart to be able to forgive your offenders. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Someone offended Jesus. Many of them, not only one. The soldiers, the scribes, and even the criminals on the cross. They say, if you, you say, you are the son of God. Why won't you save yourself? You claim you can save people. Save yourself and come and save us. And when Jesus opened his mouth to speak, he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. Can I tell you something? Most of your offenders, eh, they don't know what they are doing. Oh, pastor, it's not true. Pastor, they know. They sat down to plot it. They, they don't know. I said what? They don't know. I'll show you a scripture. They don't know what they are doing. They don't know. But Pastor, are you sure? They know. This person told me this person that they don't know. I said they don't know. They don't know. They don't know, they don't know what they are doing. Forgive them. Forgive them. Release them. The day you release them, you feel fresh strength, fresh grace, something will open over your life and you enjoy the blessing of God. Give the Lord a good clap offering someone. If you have experienced Christ in your life, forgiveness must become your lifestyle. Unless you are here, you are not born again. I will not blame you. But if you have experienced Christ, you have received him into your heart. Forgiveness is a prescribed life in your life. If you, you claim to be born again for 10 years and you still cannot forgive, you need to give your life to Christ again. Yes, because the spirit of Christ is a spirit of forgiveness. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. A, a straightforward commandment. He said, and be be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, forgiving. So it's not once, Pastor. I forgave him once. So the last time I did it, and yet I would not I, 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 forgiving continues. Forgiving, because that is the only thing that can assure and ensure your blessing in the kingdom of God. You cannot get tired of forgiving because it's your nature as a Christian. Are you, are you here with me? Oil cannot change its 
lubrication ability. It can't. It is nature. If you are a Christian, your nature is your ability to forgive. It may hurt. It may be painful. It may be regretful. You are like, I, I have regretted helping this guy. Pastor, I have regretted. I won't help anybody. It's very painful. A friend told me one, two weeks ago, and when I listened to the story, my heart, my heart was tearing. And I said, Sofo, we don't have any option than to forgive the person. What will you do? Agbalaga. What will you do? Yeah. So hateful. I remember my cousin, my daddy took care of from primary to university and even masters. I remember him very well. He comes to the house. My daddy was sponsoring a lot of people. The day my daddy went down in finances and went to the village to, to rule as a primary chief, we started struggling. So I needed a shoe, common shoe. Common shoe. That's why I bought plenty of shoes in the house I don't wear. I just look at them. A child, man, then I dash it out. I went to his office and I said, a very big office in the nation, I won't mention the name, very big office, very. He told me to go and, I should go to the village and go and see my father to take money. Then when I was leaving, I told him, this is the last time he's seeing my face. The next time he sees me, he will bow down his head. And at the funeral of my daddy, when they called the children, I was, that time I was still angry, okay? <laughs> I understand your heart. So I'm not, I'm not preaching theory. I was bored. This was about, okay, the, the, the time he told me to go and look for my father was just when I was about to, just when I finished secondary school, 201 there. So my dad died 2010. So during the funeral, I was sleeping and they came to tell me, Nana, um, Brass so and so wants to see you. I said, who? Tell him I don't want to see him. That's what I told him. So I know what to, I, I, I'm identifying with you. I know what you're going through. I said, I don't want to see him. So during the debate, it was a very big, big, that's why I'm sure they are here to do the funeral. That one was just the barrier. Big one. So during the time they called the children and I was leading them and I, somebody tapped my uncle said, Brah, so so is following us. So. I said, eh? Who? <laughs> then the Lord rebuked me that at least he has identified himself as the son of your father. Forgive. Then I released him forever. I'm fine. I'm better. Maybe you are holding on to something. I am, I'm here to tell you that it's time for you to let go. You'll be better. Give the Lord a good clap of it. The pain will be real, but the forgiveness is also very real. It's also very, very real. Offense will put off the glory of God in your life. It will put off the light of God's glory in your life. It will put it off because you have refused to let go. Joseph is a good example. Joseph is a good example. 
Joseph forgave his brothers. His brothers, not his enemies. So it tells you how deep it is. You know, when you forgive your enemies, it's very easy because they are far. But your brothers, they, Joseph forgave them. Let me read these scriptures. Genesis chapter 42, verse 23, quickly. I have three minutes to wrap up. Have you been blessed? Yeah. He said, give me the GNT because I'm reading to wrap up. Joseph understood what they said, but they did not know it. You know, they have gone to Egypt. There was famine in Israel. The brothers have come to Egypt to take, to buy food and go back. So Joseph was a prime minister then, but he disguised himself. They could not even, look, God is going to bless you beyond recognition. I said the Lord is going to bless you before, beyond recognition. Your friends today will not recognize you. Your enemies today will not recognize you. A year by today, God would have blessed you beyond measure. Lift your right hand and say, so shall it be. He said, Joseph understood what they said, but they did not know it because they had been speaking to him through an interpreter. 24, Joseph left them and began to cry. That is the Christian. Even your enemies, you wish them dead. Eh? The day you see them dead, you cry if you're a Christian. The people you wish bad, some of you are here. You have some prayer requests on some people. The day something happens, you hear, you're like, oh, it's Joseph left them and began to cry. When he was able to speak again, that means the guy cried. Have you cried that cry before? Me, I cried that cry before. When I saw my father's dead body, I, when I looked at it, I didn't cry. I was walking. And I got to the gate. I sat on the floor, put my hands here. I cried till my voice disappeared. So that is our one. He cried. And when he came to that point where he can now speak, he came back, picked out Simeon. I'm not preaching. I won't talk about that. Let me just read. And had him tied up in front of them. <laughs> Move on. Joseph gave others to fill his brother's packs with grain to put each man's money back in his sack. Didn't he show that he has forgiven them? Yeah, he has forgiven and to give them food for the trip. This was done. Now move to 26 to 28. Huh? The brothers loaded their donkeys. They are not fools. Ah, what's the answer? So they, they, they will go collect power. They loaded their donkeys with the grain they had bought. And then they left. At the place where they spent the night, one of them opened his sack to feed his donkey and found his money at the top of the sack. My money has been returned to me. He called to his brothers. Here it is in my sack. Their heart sank and in fear they asked one another, what has God done to us? Look, when you forgive people, you return their heart back to God. When you forgive people, you return 
their heart. God becomes real to them. People don't know God until they see God in you. When we forgive, we reflect the nature of God to his people. Now listen to this. If, they, if Joseph had not forgiven his brothers, if he died, who would have carried his dead bones back to Israel? Do you know that when he died, they carried his dead bones back to Israel? Yes, because his own people, he forgave them and he gave them a portion on the land. And Israel invaded Egypt. That was when Israel entered into Egypt. And after 430 years, God delivered them and took them to the promised land. Who would have carried the bones of Joseph when the deliverance came to the promised land? I'm talking to somebody. Your next level is in your ability to release your offenders. I want you to close your eyes and rise up on your feet and let's pray for one minute. I want you to pray. Pray that Lord give me the strength to forgive. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your two hands and pray to God. I don't know who I'm talking to but talk to God. Lord, give me the strength. As we are about to take the communion, I receive the strength to forgive my offenders. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive the strength. And those watching us online, receive the same strength. Receive the strength to forgive. In the Lababa Sadabaha, to forgive, receive the grace to forgive.
of the communion. They are going to partake with a heart desire that you receive the strength to forgive others. To release your offenders in your heart and in your mind and out of your emotions that at the remembrance of events you will not feel revengeful and resentful. In the night before the Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. He blessed it and said, This is my body which shall be broken for you. Take and eat. And as often as you do this, you do this in remembrance of me. Child of God, as you take the body of Christ today, may the Spirit of Christ come upon you to let go of every offender in Jesus' name. On the same table in the same night, there was a cup of wine. He blessed it and said, this is the cup of the new and everlasting covenant. It shall be shed for the remission of the sins of men. This morning, as you partake of the blood, may the Lord wash you of every kind of sin. May the foundation of any sin that has held any area of your life be broken. And may your heart be strengthened to tell people, I have forgiven you. I hold this charge no longer against you. Receive that grace as you partake of the communion. The body and the blood of Jesus take and eat.
want you to lift up your two hands. I know I've preached to all of us, but there are some people here who are saying, Pastor, you just preached to me. I want you to put your hand, those people put your hand on your, your, right, your right hand lifted and your left hand on your heart. You need strength to forgive someone. I want to pray for you. Father, whoever is trusting you for strength to forgive, release that strength. Help us to release the people who have offended us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Receive the strength to forgive your offenders. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Celebrate God with a good clap of praise.